Jen Zamparelli on 2FM with Leia Healthcare. Always a beat ahead. Visit LeiaHealthcare.ie. Leia Healthcare, looking after you always. Neuroscientist Brian, Dr. Brian Penny is always telling me mad stuff about how our brain chemistry rules our behaviour. So what's going on with his brain chemistry that has him doing mad stuff like hiking around with a rucksack full of weights? Well, today he's going to tell us all about the idea of comfort crisis. Comfort crisis. Is this a thing? It's a very real thing, especially in the latter years, Jen. It really is. And What does I, it mean? So yeah. So I came across this concept, right? I was reading a book about two about two years ago, I think, by a guy called Peter Atia, a very established um scientist, a book called Outlive. And he was the one that mentioned in the book this other book called The Comfort Crisis, and this term the comfort crisis. And the book, it was coined, the comfort crisis term was coined by a guy called Michael Michael Easter in a book called The Comfort Crisis. And what he says, I suppose his main thesis within it is that the world we live in today, especially with the technology around, we have too many comforts and we are in a crisis. Now, this really aligned with my own personal philosophy on life. One of my favourite lines from, from Zen uh, philosophy is that obstacles don't block the path, they are the path. And through my own personal experiences of working with myself and other people, it's the challenge is the way. We grow through challenges. But the world has created all of these comforts and we are in this comfort crisis. And I'll give you a couple of um, examples of this. Is that not just growing up? Brian, come here. Because <laughs> as, as children, we experience so much, don't we? We have loads of hobbies. We do swimming. We play with our friends. We like Lego. We do that. We have all these things. And then we grow up and then we kind of focus on one thing, don't we? Like a big question we ask each other is, what do you do? We tend to focus on one thing. And we kind of have to. Yeah. We kind of have to. So I don't understand why it, why, why is comfort, why is it a crisis? Why is it why a problem? Is, why is it a problem? Can you explain that so part? I'll give you an example, right? You talked about kids growing up, but what happens when the kids hit 10 or 11? They get their phones. So a discomfort, boredom is an element of discomfort. It doesn't feel good to be, to be bored. But kids have used their imagination and sort of utilised boredom and used it as a way to to expand over time but now they're given a phone they don't know what boredom is anymore and this technology we jump on we're getting these dopamine hits we're getting these rewards and we no longer experience boredom other examples of this is you put um, a nice pair of Nike Air Max pillows on your feet it feels comfortable. All of a sudden, your feet go soft. It's another kind of a technology. I, I'm always fascinated when I go to the airport and I look at the queue for the escalator. There's a stairs right beside it, a new technology. We don't like the discomfort of going upstairs, particularly bad in airports. I don't know why that is. <laughs> it, it's a, it's a and strange And even knowledge one. as well. It's funny because... Knowledge is same. We had Kieran A in on Jen's Friends and she said something that I just, I, I haven't forgotten since she said it. She said, we're all stupid now because we've Googled. Like nobody yeah. knows anything anymore. We just, like the, the youth, we just Google absolutely everything. Everything. And it's that mental friction. We don't want to think. So it's the friction of that is uncomfortable so we use our phones and we're not pushing the edges anymore but there's this idea that I thought was really idea that came from this this concept as well and it's called comfort creep and what it means is something that was okay for you which was comfortable enough when you get this new comfortable thing the old comfort becomes uncomfortable now I had an experience of that this morning 
I got a car, a new car there last year, and it has lovely heated seats. And I was thinking to myself, the next time I get a car, there's no way I'm going to get a car without stupid. I need my seats. I need my heated seats. So yeah. that old comfort is not comfortable enough. If you get really comfy, Shoes. You sound like my dad, but I'm telling you, you know, it, it's kind of like if you enlist, you must soldier. You need to suffer, you know. You need to. He's the type of man that won't put on the heat and will sit in his coat. You know what I mean? You know? Do you do you feel that we need to kind of suffer to grow? Is that what you're saying? So this is this is the idea about it, right? So we have evolved. We have evolved to experience challenges in life like if you think of thousands of years as we evolved as a species we went hunting stuff we carried stuff we we had to make fires sometimes it was cold sometimes it was too hot so our bodies have basically evolved to navigate the challenges of life and the discomforts of life but there's comfort and discomfort like if you think of the process the the basic psychological process of reward and punishment the carrot and the stick we went and we hunted that was the, the that was the 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 stick it was hard but we got the rewards in the end but today there is just so many rewards and it's back to this technology we have field scientists creating the most beautiful gorgeous field we call it comfort field for a reason we have technologies that allow us to just jump on a phone or look at Netflix and binge on Netflix because it's comfortable. We're sitting on chairs that are really bad for our back and bad for our posture, but they feel really, really comfortable. There's lots of carrots. Reward, reward, reward. And we're basically going soft. And there was an idea that I heard recently that I thought, not an idea, a story or a concept I heard recently. And when we put dolphins and let's say killer whales in captivity to do the tricks and all of the things that they do, um, what happens with many of them is that their fins go floppy over time. I've but seen this, yeah. Have you? I haven't. I was amazed by this. So we take them out of their natural environment and they go soft and they don't They literally work. go soft. Literally go soft. Is this why people are mad about cold showers and marathons and all that kind of stuff at the moment? Is that why this is having a bit of a, a I, moment? I think so. So I think there's an internal intelligence of human beings that sometimes we just do things at a cultural level or a societal level and I think that's what we're seeing. Like we call it the ice bath fat but mm -hmm. it's bath fad mm -hmm. and I joined it I did join it because the science behind it is really compelling as well but I think that's what it is people are jumping into the sea cold showers running marathons we're, we're craving some kind of discomfort to get back to our natural state of, of, of where we are and we don't want to have the floppy fins in, in the ocean like we, we want to we need to get back. I think we're craving our natural environment, and the world we live in today, technology is great, but I think some of the, some of uh, some of it's just having a massive impact, bad impact. Okay, so you've mentioned technology a few times now. Is that the main culprit for this comfort crisis? Yes, I I think I think it is. And when I talk about technology, it's not just computer technology. I would be talking about any kind of mechanical technologies as well. And I think that's the problem. And even field technology, if you think about it, with that, mm -hmm. like that as well. But I think. Between food, between phones, we're lacking connection. I think that's a huge element of it as well. So people, especially kids, they're jumping on their phone, they're getting that dopamine hit, but they're no longer using their imagination, as I mentioned, but they're not connecting in the natural way that we connected as human beings in, in, Even, in with the past. Even with in, themselves, in a way, with their own brain and their creativity as yeah. well. Yeah, you mentioned boredom as well, which I think is so important for kids. I, I, I'm, I'm guilty of it, you yeah. know. I, I find myself turning to like, oh, we need to let them be bored. 
bored. Like we're so afraid of them being bored. We're like we're getting out games and they have this and they have that. And there's so much at their fingertips. Yeah. But that moment of boredom, like I remember, I remember that boredom on it on a Sunday yeah. like the weekends so, were so long as a kid weren't they because yeah. they were like oh we have nothing to do but we found ways of entertaining ourselves curbs we, hopscotch yeah. kick the can climbing trees kids changing climbing trees all that kind of <laughs> stuff yeah it, it's it, it's so funny but how do we find balance then so that we can still enjoy life's pleasures because life is busier now yeah. and we're lacking in time so those little comforts can be very handy, Brian. They can be very handy. So how do we find balance? Yeah, and I think that's really key because I, I think one other thing that we're really losing, especially for young kids, we, we actually seem to be going down this line of thinking is that we're losing the edges of their potential. So if we don't put them in uncomfortable positions like boredom and other challenges, you won't find out what potential you actually have. So it's only the challenge that gives you that growth. So I think that's really, really important. But it's nice to balance the joys of life. I really, really enjoyed my heated seats. It was minus five where I woke up this morning. So I really enjoyed that. A nice cup of coffee. Like it's it's great to enjoy good things. So it's not taking that stuff away. So I think about it in a way like make sure you are optimizing your health. And I'm talking psychologically and physically as well. So enjoy the good things, but optimize your health how as well. Do you, how do you optimize your health? Uh, health uh, psych- psychologically psychologically mul- multiple ways like even meditation is a form like I don't enjoy meditation I find it quite difficult uh, breath work like I wake up I have a morning routine I have, I have a morning routine every single morning I don't really enjoy the morning routine breath work is a part of that so I am optimising my psychological health because I be practising let's say, an ability to stay calm, an ability to regulate my heartbeat, to regulate stress. I am practicing gratitude, a visualization, gratitude technique to optimize how I feel in the morning. So there are elements of things to optimize optimize psychological health. Jumping in an ice bath is optimizing psychological and physical health. Going for a walk. Going for a walk. All of these things. But are they, they're the things that we don't really want to do, but we know we have to or should be doing them. So, and I think an element of this, which is really, really important, is that when you do hard stuff and you get the benefits of that, you enjoy the good stuff even more. Mm. You really, really do. Like, I, I really enjoy, when I go for a big, long run and I come back and I have food after, I really enjoy that food more. You're nearly sort of sitting in in your delight of what you've done, for, for, for want of a better word. So I think it's enjoy the good stuff but not too much. And I think that's the key. And another element of it as well, I think we're flooded by certain pleasures in life and we lose touch with the natural pleasures. So I gave up sugar a long time ago. I very rarely have sugar and everything just tastes so much better because the sugar sort of blunted the taste of everything else. So I think we need to tap into those natural rewards like a walk in nature, talking to someone instead of being on your phone. Breath work, focusing on the present moment, is tapping into these natural rewards. Do some hard stuff, and the the normal stuff feels even better. And the benefits are health, mm. massively for health. Like I think that's a really key one as well, which we passed over a little bit today. Like the essence of exercise is pushing your body 
in an uncomfortable position so you get growth as a result. So the physical benefits are absolutely incredible. The psychological benefits are absolutely incredible. And you will just create this growth mindset. You will create a mindset and, and, and a way of being where you lean into discomfort. And then all of a sudden, the, the discomforts in life that we don't want to face will feel a lot easier as well. Mm. Definitely food for thought. I'm really interested in that book by uh, Michael Easter, is it? Michael Easter is the one, yeah. The Comfort yeah, Crisis. Yeah. Okay, we are all in it. All in. Uh, what's happening for you lately? Tell us. Yeah, so um, starting the new year off with lots of discomforts, as I said. <laughs> okay. But uh, on the work scene as well. So um, I actually was at Pendulum last week. That was a that was a great talk. So mm. I really enjoyed. That it. It was a big gig last week. But I'm doing a course now. Myself and Daniela Miles are doing a course. I think it's starting in early February. So if anyone is interested in it, it's actually breath work, meditation and body work. And what we're going to do, I'm going to, there are three little one hour workshops. You can do them together all as one package or individually as well. And it's me sort of delivering the science behind it and the benefits and the why. And Daniela is going to be giving a little bit more insights in terms of uh the concepts themselves and then an experiential element as well so we're going to get the action element of it applied and the knowledge behind it so if anyone's looking to be interested in that if they go to distill.com so it's T-H-E S-T-L-L no I dot com or else jump over to me Instagram Brian Penny and I will send me a DM there and I'll give you access the to details. the link there too. All the details, yeah. if you want to get out of your comfort zone, that's one way of doing it. There we go. That was neuroscientist Dr. Brian Penny talking about our ever-expanding comfort zone and why it's just not good for us. Jen Zamparelli on 2FM with Leia Healthcare. Always a beat ahead. Visit leiahealthcare.ie. Leia Healthcare, looking after you always.